Today I have something a little bit different to start the week. This was submitted to me by somebody I actually know, the blogger Laramie Hirsch, over on the Forge and Anvil uh, blog. It's a reflection on the what we used to call Childer Mass, or the Feast of the Holy Innocents, which was on Saturday, December 28th. I think this is well worth your time to listen to, and I'll have a link for this in the pinned comment of this video. Remembering Moloch on Childer Mass Today, the 28th of December, is the Feast of the Holy Innocents. It is a time when we are reminded of that horrible moment in history, when King Herod demanded the slaughter of all baby boys under the age of two in the little village of Bethlehem. We all know that this horrific order by the king is what inspired the Holy Family to flee for their lives to Egypt. A glance at the apocryphal Proto-Evangelium of James tells us that even Elizabeth had to take John the Baptist out of the area and into the hill country. Elizabeth called out to God for help, and so the Almighty opened up the mountain so that Elizabeth and baby John could go inside, hide, and be guarded by an angel. This sort of reminds me of Revelation chapter 12, verse 16, which says, And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth. Just about everyone points to how Herod's massacre of the innocents is a typological and histor historical repetition of Pharaoh's order to kill the firstborn males in ancient Egypt. And yet still, a Jewish tradition tells a very ancient story of how Nimrod once also called for the killing of a child after he spied a strange starry phenomenon with his stargazers, and it was proclaimed to him that a child, who'd be Abraham, was born along with that star who would challenge his power. Yet for me, this year's reflection on Herod's infanticide calls to mind the ancient child sacrifices to Moloch. Like Nimrod, Pharaoh and Herod, the sacrifice of innocent children to Moloch was due to an insane desire to hold on to power. Ancient oligarchs in a priestly caste felt challenged one way or another by a bloodthirsty god, and succeeding generations of uncold children, and to hold on to their power, these men were willing to kill young, innocent, defenseless infants and babies in order to keep that power and satiate their wicked lust for luxury. As is obvious in our current abortion era, children are sacrificed by the millions in their own horrific version of a medical Moloch. But instead of a single Herod retaining his rule through the slaughter of children, we have a society of Herods. We have millions of men and women who are committing their own little version of, ma of a massacre of the innocents. And they, like Herod and Pharaoh, want to retain their own little kingdoms. They desire their luxuries and their freedoms. They don't want to have their rule challenged with the burden of children. And so they kill them in abortuaries, souls be damned. Sacrificing to Moloch goes much further. Moloch is insidious. This demon isn't merely served only by killing little children. The sacrifice of innocence itself is what serves Moloch. And is that not what this entire era has been about? Going as far back as Fritz Lang's silent film Metropolis, Moloch is revealed as being the god behind the industrial mechanizations that keep the city alive. The vitality, health, and strength of innocent men are fed in the mouth of a mechanical monster. The message, the sacrifice is made in order to appease some sort of dark force that allows the great city of Metropolis to stay alive. Later, Allen Ginsberg would write in his poem Howl about how New York City is Moloch. What a sphinx of cement and aluminum bashed open their skulls and ate up their brains and imagination. Moloch, solitude, filth, ugliness, ash cans and unobtainable dollars, children screaming under the stairways, boys sobbing in armies, old men weeping in the parks, Moloch, Moloch, nightmare of Moloch, Moloch the loveless, mental Moloch, Moloch the heavy judger of men, Moloch the incomprehensible prison, Moloch the crossbone soulless jailhouse and congress of sorrows, Moloch whose buildings are judgment, Moloch the vast stone of war, 
Moloch, the stunned government. Moloch, whose mind is pure machinery. Moloch, whose blood is running money. Moloch, whose fingers are ten armies. Moloch, whose breast is cannibal dynamo. Moloch, whose ear is a smoking tomb. Moloch, whose eyes are a thousand blind windows. Moloch, whose skyscrapers stand in the long streets like endless Jehovah's. Moloch, whose factories dream and cloak in the fog. Moloch, whose smokestacks and antenna crown the cities. Moloch, whose love is endless oil and stone. Moloch, whose soul is electricity and banks. Moloch, whose poverty is a specter of genius. Moloch, whose fate is a cloud of sexless hydrogen. Moloch, whose name is the mind. Moloch, in whom I sit lonely. Moloch, in whom I dream angels. Crazy in Moloch. Expletive deleted in Moloch. Lack love and manless in Moloch. Moloch, who entered my soul early. Moloch, in whom I am a consciousness without a body. Moloch, who frightened me out of my natural ecstasy. Moloch, whom I abandon. Wake up in Moloch. Light streaming out of the sky. Moloch, Moloch, robot apartments, invisible suburbs, skeleton treasuries, blind capitals, demonic industries, spectral nations, invincible madhouses, granite bombs, monstrous bombs. They broke their backs, lifting Moloch to heaven. Moloch feeds on innocence and craps out a dull, dreary, banal, mundane subsistence for those who are willing to sacrifice just to hold on to comfort and power. Are we not waking up in Moloch? Are we not living in a mind of machinery? Are we not living in an invincible madhouse? Are we not governed by a congress of sorrows? Are we not so detached from nature and goodness anymore that we are also now consciences without a body, frightened out of wholesome natural ecstasies? And finally, is it not true that the social engineers of our day in both the church and the state are breaking their backs, lifting their putrid Pacamama Moloch, this filthy thing we're stuck living in, up to heaven? Moloch must feed, and it feeds on innocence. Moloch is furthermore fed through scandal. The natural goodness of our world, and our society's wholesome and natural potential, are constantly assaulted. We are scandalized every hour of every day. Entire industries are fashioned to destroy our innocence. From Drag Queen Story Hour to Disney Entertainment, nothing is being left to chance. Every kernel is being put into the fiery belly of this beast. All the seed corn is being burned up so that future crops cannot be planted. In return, the wicked world is allowed to feel good about itself. Faithlessness and hopelessness in Christ's church are encouraged by the scandalous behavior of our current pope and his hierarchy. I could easily point out Sean Hannity, who recently decided to abandon his Catholic faith. But many other people like him, people who are sick and tired of a corrupt church institution, have also been led into schism because of the very confusing and complicated Gordian knot that the infiltrated church has found itself in. And so, with people going into their own schismatic paths from the Catholic Church, their wholesome charity grows cold. Bitterness, cattiness, and venom result. Their potential innocence, jocularity, and good humor are lost. They are now vicious and feral. Ordinarily, when sheep are protected by a shepherd, they are fed, cleanly groomed when the time comes, and they congregate in the open pasture. However, without a shepherd, disturbed feral sheep run for cover. They grow a thick woolen fleece and their horns grow long. If cornered or protecting their young, they will stomp their foot in an enemy and kick at whoever approaches. Excerpt from We Are Becoming Feral Sheep. The innocence of everyone is disappearing. People do not even know how to speak to one another. Tensions are exacerbated. Our society is subverted more and more every day. Were it not for our creature comforts and technology, we would have already had a civil war by now. But Moloch has paid us our dividends. The exchange has been made but this has come at a terrible cost. 
Because iniquity hath abounded, the charity of many shall grow cold. See Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. Conclusion Upon learning that Herod even killed his own son, 5th century Emperor Augustus cynically remarked that it is better to be Herod's pig than his son. The same is true for our day. In our upside-down world where everything is reversed and condemned in a forced, perpetual, and unwanted Saturnalia gone too far, even wild pigs are extolled by out-of-control earth-worshipping leftists. Our culture is guided and dictated by a politico-cultural force whose three pillars are sodomy, infanticide, and communism. Innocence is more than massacred in our day. It is pulverized and pureed. Moloch must feed. Moloch is served. But remember, everyone, God knows this. He is aware. Nimrod died and Abraham was born. Pharaoh was thwarted and Moses led his people out of Egypt. John the Baptist grew up and lived to herald the coming of his cousin. Herod's scheming failed him and Christ lived to victoriously preach his message to us all. The ancient Moloch statues no longer burn their satanic fires, even if certain men in Rome still pine for such things. And while innocence is being sacrificed to evil, our powerful Holy Mother weeps bitter tears at this fact, and she has worked for our emancipation. It is coming, so be patient. In the meantime, guard your innocence and that of your children. Build up the custody of your eyes. Take careful measure of what evils you, will, you allow yourself to hear, and do not let yourself be scandalized by men who seek to ruin you. We will come out of this dark age. There will be survivors. Let us be those who pass through this horrific test. Have a blessed Childer Mass and a Merry Christmas to you all.